imagine like a cave, right? Like astro- oh, NASA found a, an asteroid and floating inside of it are paintings with a computer. You know, like it would be such a cool, I don't know. I thought it was a cool idea. It was it was an original idea, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. You know. Ain't seen no simulation theory movies. No. Name one. Name one. I, I couldn't find any. There's probably some art, you know, shit just like well, me. Well, there's the um, Duncan yeah. Trussell's He's got a Netflix movie? show. Yeah. He's got like a eight episode, one season Netflix animated show, right? Oh, he's got the simulation theory? And he takes, oh. he jumps in the simulator. Oh, he took my idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing I know, though, that has a simulator or the simulation theory in it. Oh, that's a striking blow. <laughs> Hey, you were you were asking. Yeah, I know, yeah. You were asking. Um, but that being said, it's a TV show. You made a movie. Yeah. You know, well, so it's a short, short film. Short film. Short, short movie. Yeah, short, short movie. Short show. Short movies. <laughs> so you think directors who, like... <laughs> what? Is there a correlation between short movies and short buses? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the punchline, I guess. I was going to yeah. try to get there somehow, but... <laughs> just decided to go straight yeah, to it. <laughs> Now, if you look back, dude, every if you look back at like old direct, like who's a good director, like Martin Scorsese, James Cameron, James Cameron, they all have, yeah, James Cameron, they, they all got, got their space movie, their short film their short. that they did in their garage, you know, that's what it was. But yeah. I will tell you what, even though my dad didn't watch the whole thing, he did compliment it. Oh yeah, yeah. by saying that he's like, good you know, try. <laughs> he's he, kind of actually, but in, in a in a better way to where it was more like um, squirt. You know what I like about Cam's movies is that yeah. he keeps trying. Hey, yeah, <laughs> persistent <laughs> Cam, and he'll then, never give up, no matter how bad it is. <laughs> Even if it sucks, it, even if it's awful, he doesn't give up. It was the variety, though, is which is yeah. what he was um, commenting on the variety yes. of my movies, like how they're all kind of different. They're all different, yeah, exactly. Yeah. How you never, you're not trying to put yourself in a corner and keep doing the same thing. You're not beating your head against a wall. Yeah, you know I noticed. I mean? Do you know, I notice a lot of them are just like American idioms? You know, you know what I'm saying? What'd you call me? An American idiom? <laughs> Do you know what an you know what idioms are, right? An idiom is uh, it's like uh, it. Uh, it takes one I to know n- one, or uh, when life gives you when life gives you tr- lemons oh, I, or something, make lemonade. Okay, so some it's like saying. sayings. Yeah, they're like expressions. Uh, like okay, trash sniffer. It's like trash sniffer. The movie I made is basically like uh, what one man's it? trash is, is another, another man's, man's treasure. Pl- treasure. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, I get what you're saying. And then uh, sleeping on the job. That's like an expression. Um, the racist American thinking that the Mexican's sleeping on the job. Exactly, but it's not. I like it's it. The clock. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, but the clock. It was the but, clock. But, that but was the clock's Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> but the clock is Mexican. Ha ha. <laughs> Or uh, what's the other one? The whistleblower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a, yeah. that's an expression, but uh, they're all like expressions. They're all based off like you know idioms and phrases and expressions. I don't know. Interesting. It's like um, I did. I just noticed. I'm like, that's what I do. That's kind of my thing. I like it. Yeah. Even like simulation theory. I just made a movie about simulation. You know. Yeah, you don't hear anybody in Uganda talking about simulation theory. No, that's definitely a white. First world. Uh, it's a first world thought. Yeah, it's a first world thought. Totally yeah. a first world thought. <laughs> People in North Korea ain't thinking about fucking. They're like oh, simulation. Theory. Simulation theory. <laughs> <coughs> what? 
why would they do that to us? <laughs> we got the worst of it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got the worst simulation. <laughs> They're in the worst of the simulation, dude. Uh, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think simulation theory couldn't be like a thing because people get fucked. People got fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? It was all good until the apple. We ate the apple. You could say that. That was simulation theory. Huh? You know? That's when we ruined expand, it. Expand. Expand. What do you mean? No, like, like we had simulation theory, Adam and Eve, you know, everything was the Garden of Eden, and everything was great for us. The simulator, you know, made everything perfect. And then Eve went and got uh, ate the apple or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, Eve, I'm just being funny. Eve know. created North Korea. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, her <laughs> actions led to North Korea. <laughs> we could have all been in the garden. <laughs> for real, dude. Damn. Uh, so women ruined the garden. There's a lot of famous movies out there where women ruin the ruin the, the country and the world. No, they ruin the main character's life. <laughs> yeah, and oh. that's the plot. Don't say anything. It's kind of like that uh, the thing you're about to read kind of has that. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. you mean you, you, your your next project? My next project. That's yeah. all you got to say. Yeah, my next that's project. all you got to yeah, say. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you talking? Yeah, don't tell anybody. <laughs> it's the, it's your next project. It's yeah, your yeah. next project. Yeah. Don't say anything. Okay. <coughs> you you ever seen Waterworld? Fucking love Waterworld. Kevin dude. Costner's life was so perfect before yeah. those bitches came into his life. Oh shit. Yeah. Did you you hear that? No, but All I right. saw it on the thing. Okay. Well, yeah, dude, I love that movie. I love how like he's like this mutant, you know? But yeah, yeah. like very subtly, like, he very can go subtle under- mutant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I love I that because like it's like the next evolution, and uh, and and he's like just a loner because he has to be, and he's out like out on the sea. So that's a, like a metaphor out in the sea. He wants to be out on the sea. You know, he doesn't want to be stuck on land. You know, the sea represents uh, something else, like something beyond what is already confined. Like remember what they they lived on the atoll. You know that little atoll that like circular. In the ocean where they're above water on the wood, you know. Mm. And that represents. I don't remember exactly where they were, but it was because of like. Well, rising, it was a circle. It was a circle. Sea levels, though, right? It was a circle. I think the atoll was a circle on purpose. It kind of represents like this life goes in circles, like, and it's just, it's, you know, it was well, a boring atoll, existence. Atolls, like the geographer, geography part of an atoll, is a circular thing of islands, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. It was circular. So, yeah, but there were no islands. That was the thing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But it was basically an island because there, there are, it's wood. You know, it's like the closest because the ocean levels. Oh, that big trading thing is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. The cove of, like, it's like, remember the uh, the cove of pirates in Pirates of the Caribbean? It's just like that. It was yeah. like a circle. Okay. I just called it an atoll. Um, and it's basically like, it's circular. So I think it symbolizes this, you know, round and round. You know, it's the same old, same old, but the ocean is just vast, you know, like you got these pirates out there, the smokers. Yeah, that's a fucking um, analogy, I guess you would say, or a parallel just for for human life and human existence and how it's a circle and repeating over and over again. Yeah, and he didn't want to be there. He wanted to be out on sea, you know. That's where he belonged because he was different. He was really different from other people. You know what I'm saying? Not just in his mind, but physically. Yeah, but physically. He Mentally was really, and physically. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm good, actually. All right, one more. Ah, right, 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 right. <laughs> it's Saturday. <laughs> We're doing it generally fried. Yeah, why You might not? as well. 
Sorry, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Doing drugs. <laughs> uh, medical card. Do yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, every every time they ask for ID, uh, I'd give be like, them your I'd fake. Be like, bitch, I'm the like, bitch. But I give no, I give them my uh my medical card because it's like cooler. Oh yeah, because like yeah, look at that. You see that? It says you're yeah. 21. Well, you couldn't get it unless it's you're your, 21. Yeah, exactly. But it also has your you know your date of birth. But oh, uh, yeah. It's just it's a flex. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. I it's like that. It's like I like that. One one guy at Publix was like, Oh, what's this? What oh you're smoking <laughs> And I'm like, Yeah. Legal. It's my medical cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's my right, actually. Yeah. And he's like, Oh <laughs> We didn't have it. I like used to that. smoke. <laughs> we didn't have it like that back in my day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you like that, don't you, Chief? <laughs> okay, here you go. Mm-hmm. Here's your pack of cigarettes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Getting ID'd for cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember. Oh, yeah. I got ID'd because I don't drink anymore. I'm like, what the fuck did I get ID'd for at Publix? Uh, I bought a... For for a space abstract, I bought uh, I bought Coronas for that shot. Remember that uh, shot yeah, on the beach? That one shot. Yeah, that one shot. Remember the remember the commercials on the Kronos on the yeah, beach? Yeah, where you're sitting at the beach. Yeah, that's, it was you and your your mom. Um, it was my mom and your my mom stepdad. And your stepdad yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that shot <laughs> <laughs> where they're looking at the thing in the they're sky. Like, hey, look, and she's honey. like, "Look, yeah." <laughs> and they got the Coronas there on the beach. And it was just like those old Corona commercials. Those those com- commercials really. I think like if somebody would be like, "Oh, dude." Why Why would you want to make movies? I'm like, commercials are awesome. Commercials are timepieces. <laughs> I love commercials. Commercials are literal timepieces. Yeah. So think yeah. about this. Where was this commercial first air, aired? I'll say one line of it. And you tell me, right? Okay. Don't touch my Dorito. Don't touch my mama. <laughs> and Super don't Bowl. touch my Doritos. Super Bowl. Like early, what was it? 2006? 2007? That was an early Super Bowl commercial, dude. Yeah, like yeah. probably 2010. You think? I think you're in the ten. I think it was one of the Patriots versus Giants Super Bowls, but it could have been the first one in 08 or it could have been eleven. I don't know. But it, was, it automatically yeah. connects you to the Super Bowl. Fuck yeah! Right? Yeah. Or or what's one of the most famous commercials of all time is the uh, Apple commercial with Orwell, 1984. In 1984, Orwell predicted and. And it's like in 1984, Apple computers, you know, like, remember that? And she throws the hammer, the sledgehammer at the big screen, all the skinheads were worshiping. I've seen it like once. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, though, I know right? what you're saying. I can't think of any scene in it, though. No, but I, I know the fucking, yeah. it's creepy. And then even still, like, those commercials, like, imagine if, like... Uh, that was an early commercial, right? Yeah. That was, like, back in the 90s or 80s, maybe? Eight, 1984. Yeah. 84. Oh, yeah, that's why they used it. was in 84. It. Yeah, that's oh, why they used gotcha. it. It was perfect. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then you get, like, the old cigarette commercials. <laughs> we still watch those because we're like, wow, look at how society so, like, well, would cig- advertise Pro cigarettes. cigarettes have turned into... Now there's anti-cigarette commercials. Yeah, they're still on TV. But you know those are newer commercials. Yeah, and honestly, those the cigarette companies love that the anti-smoking people are on TV. They love it. Because it reminds people of about smoking, cigarettes. And it looks cool on TV. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if... The tobacco company. <laughs> Remember that one? <laughs> I don't care if it's a fucking someone talking with no lungs and saying like, this is what I sound like now because I used to smoke yeah. three packs of cigarettes a day. Yeah. It makes me want a cigarette because now I'm thinking about three packs of cigarettes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, Almost every time. I'm sure the tobacco companies love the anti-fucking cigarette They love them. Commercials. They love them. They're like, yeah, keep doing, you know. It's like the saying, 
all publicity blah, 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 all publicity it's is good, good publicity. Yeah. Or it's like what this- the fuck? I can't say that word. Publicity. Yeah. All or publicity it's kind of, is it's, good publicity. It's kind of like you ever hear the Streisand effect? The Barbara Streisand effect? Not really. So the, I might have. The Streisand effect is like what you, when you don't want someone to pay attention to something, then you tell them, hey, don't pay attention. They look. That's essentially what it is. Boiled down. What happened was Barbara Streisand, I think Joe Rogan talked about this. Barbara Streisand bought like a house on the beach and they photographed it. And it was just would have been gone, but she sued. And then everybody started going to the house or something. It was a weird phenomenon, you know. It's almost like the South Park episode. No, yes. one, no one's allowed in my amusement park. Yes. And then everybody wants to go into the, the amusement I park. I think that's the Streisand effect. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Once you tell people no, they fucking want it or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's reverse psychology. Yeah, it's reverse psychology. Is <laughs> the technical term. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's reverse psychology. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Sometimes when you hear a word, you're like, that sounds cool. Like if yeah, I said yeah. it like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said it like, uh, never mind. <laughs> like, like what? Like a black guy. Like a black man. <laughs> <laughs> I am a black man. <laughs> I was going to like, originally I was going to go with, you sounded like some guy named Jerome saying that. Uh, and I was like, you know, why not just say you sounded like a black guy? Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, well, yeah, keep just K-I-S-S, keep, it K-I-S-S, keep it simple, Stuart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Overthinking shit, yeah, you know, yeah. but like on the spot realizing it. So I'm like, fuck, never mind. I knew I was going <laughs> about to say something stupid. If you listen close, you can like hear our thinking. You know what I'm saying? You can like, you're like, oh, uh, never mind. You're like, oh, he just thought of something stupid and he aborted. <laughs> you yeah, listen yeah. closely. <laughs> That's how it works. Um, so another episode of Generally Fried, dude. Yeah. Seeing twenty minutes in, and you can hear when we have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it sounds like when we've got. Well, all conversations nothing. come to come to yeah. this. It's unnatural you know? to just continuously talk for a couple hours. Exactly. It really is. And we're back, folks. That I've, shit got all haywire. I'm, yeah, sorry about that. I uh, I'm looking at this list of books you've got. And oh, yeah, I wrote a little book list. I've been, I've been, you know, where I've gotten all the names of those books. Where is by reading the, those three books that I read. Oh, so other books in in Outliers. Yeah, like the first four of those books were cited in there, and in interesting parts because there was other books cited that I didn't write down. But those were like Avalon Seed, like the number one thing up there, and this is what kicked it off because yeah. I wanted to write this down. Yeah, but um. Immediately, I was like, <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> I thought you were going to read off the list. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't care. I, I okay. Don't, we, you, you could talk about the list, but I was just saying, like, yeah. Um, most of the things on that list are from other books. Are from other books. That okay, was the gist yeah. of it. Gotcha. I had something going. When you passed me the list, it threw me all off. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I read uh, on here, I've read One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest by uh, Ken Kesey. I was just gonna watch the movie instead. Yeah, I've read. I one. I watched the movie and I'm like, this is good. So I read the book, and the book is. Uh, you know, they always say the book's better than the movie. It is. It is. It's a better book than a movie. Sometimes though, it's not. But it's a great. It's a great movie too. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're just. You know, like the ending's a little different, and. Uh, you know, I'd say the same thing about of what? the Great Gatsby. Oh, good oh. read, good movie. I didn't like the movie. You didn't? No. 
No. The new one? Yeah, with DiCaprio. Yeah. No, no. That's not what I saw you know, in my head. Really? Yeah. I saw I saw Gatsby as like this fucking pale, like I don't know. I guess I, I saw him with black hair. Yeah, I saw I'm not him. gonna lie. I saw but that Gatsby. Was really, that's really the only difference. I thought Gatsby should have been played by Toby Maguire and the guy I don't know. No, no, Toby made the great nerd writer that shouldn't really be in this high class drinking social. No, so, I, I get social yeah, yeah, he's just a good actor. I but you know I'm just saying you could have kept him there, but in a, you know but I'm just saying that type of look that more looking like Toby Maguire. But Leo had that smile that was so described in the book as a smile that like really touches down to your heart, makes you feel like that, did he? that did guy he have, when, when he did that smile and he raised his glass. Oh, the like big yeah twice yeah. throughout the movie, I think. Yeah, but in the book, it, it makes it like a really big deal. Well, he's just a good writer. He's yeah, just, yeah, dude. F. Scott Fitzgerald is the biggest fag <laughs> in literature. <laughs> I was, Why do you I, say that? I read. I was just. I've got this book of called American, um, the best American short stories of all time, or something like that. I, I think that was cited in there somewhere, and for his books, right? For that, that's one of F, F. Scott Fitzgerald's. He's in there. He's in the collection. Okay. And I was. I was. I just bought it for to read a bunch of different because I saw like there's a bunch of different old American. I Maybe forgot the story. Told me about this before. I don't know why I found it so familiar. Yeah. Keep going. Well, um, so so he wrote a book or a story <clears> in there called like, oh fuck, I can't remember her name. It was some bitch's dress or something. And he just and he starts writing about these this girl who's attending this like function at like a golf course, and the way he's just describing and the way he writes is so feminine. You're like, really? You're like a girl wrote this. A girl must have written this. Like, it was just way too girly. You know, there's too much attention to the. How do you know all this stuff about like a women's attire or women's? Well, when you he, know what I'm saying? When he was talking about the girls in that in Gatsby, and he's Gatsby. a fag. He's a you know he's a little queer. Yeah. And everybody thought it at the time. They think that uh, Hemingway. I heard a Hemingway and him were fags or something like that. But I don't. I refuse to believe it because Hemingway is my dude. You know, who cares if they were fags? No, doesn't even even no. They, if they were fags, that's probably why they made such good shit. Because they were so secluded, because it was so frowned upon back then. They no, had, they no. had to just like. No, it's just it doesn't so, really matter. They're so in their heads all the time. No, 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 don't get it twisted. Nothing, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just saying, like it's just a you know. It's a you, rumor. No, it influences his writing. It totally inf- actually does. Because if he's a fag, you can see this feminine view of the world. You know, like, he's got this feminine view, and then of course the bull is Hemingway, who went completely the other direction. Hemingway kind of was like, I'm a man, I'm a brute, you know, I, f- I write about bullfighting or whatever, and I hunt. And then you've got this, uh, the, you got the bear, what's the other one, the bull or something, the bear or something, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the, so you got Hemingway, he's like, the bear and the bull. he's the yeah, bear, yeah, yeah. and then you got the bull, who, <laughs> <laughs> which really doesn't make sense, because bears the could dudes, probably right? take or, down a bull. Yeah, yeah, but, actually. But... In a bearish market, you're being a bitch. In a yeah. bull market, you're. Oh, badass. true. That's what it is, right? Bear. Yeah. Okay. Bear okay. market, bull market, like yeah, Wall yeah. Street. There, that. That's yeah. only like. Maybe. Analogy I can think of yeah. of bull versus bear. Yeah. yeah, bull being the badass versus bear being the more cowardly. Mm-hmm. So um, bears could take out fucking bulls. Oh, oh! If a bear really went up against a bull, oh, I think what it is is it looks strong, and then if you charge it, it runs away or something like that, right? A bear, isn't there that? 
like they look you know looks good but it, it's kind of a pussy well <laughs> american folklore has always made the bear look like <clears throat> yeah like a teddy like, bear like yeah you have the teddy yeah. bear you have yogi bear yeah you know you have uh bobo now yogi russians bobo. do that <laughs> Because they're wrestling with yeah, them. Yeah, they wrestle with them. <laughs> <laughs> now the Russians are all like yeah, bear bring friendly. Bring your kids to the bear farm. Yeah. It's Russian propaganda trying to kill our kids. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Dagestanians are actually way yeah. smarter than we give them credit for. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> it's yeah. a plot for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What the fuck was I saying? I was trying to think. What were we talking about before that? Hemingway being a bull. Oh yeah, and yeah. Being, and, 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 and uh, the rumor Fitzgerald, of him being a fag. Yeah, yeah, because we're talking about Great Gatsby. Yeah, yeah. And uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald, Hemingway, both had these rumors, and it yeah. influences their work and in, I re- in a certain way. And I read one of his short stories, <laughs> and I'm like, this and guy's a queer. Could, all you could think of. Is that. <laughs> I'm like, this guy is such a queer. I'm like, wait, F. Scott, that's a dude. F. Scott, F. Scott, you F. Know? Scott, F. Scott, like Fred Scott, right? Not F- Fiona. <laughs> so I'm like. And uh, and then you look at Gatsby. What is Gatsby about? Gatsby is about this guy admiring another love. guy. He's admiring the great guy. He's admi- he's watching him. Oh yeah, it's a weird fucking gay thing. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, guess it, I still enjoy the book. You I know? feel like you can make Gatsby gay as much as you can make uh, Top Gun gay. Top Gun's gay. Top Gun's totally gay. <laughs> <laughs> like the gay love plot yeah, yeah, inside it's totally, of Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, when Quentin Tarantino dissected the plot of Top Gun, Wait, Quentin you can't ever too? hear it rehear it. Or what? Uh, I didn't know that. Is, Dude, was he behind oh, all that? Can we play the famous... Type in Quentin Tarantino Top Gun. That's literally all you have to type in. And it's the first video. Mm. It's like three minutes. And it's just him going off about Top Gun. He tells you... He breaks down all the plot structure of like here's why it's gay and this scene shows you why it's gay and then you remember the movie you're like oh yeah oh yeah this kind of gay and you're like oh fuck they were they had their shirts off and he did refuse to fuck her it was a weird movie dude when you really think about it like like it had the uh it had this kind of it, you know it was deceptive it was very deceptive homosexuality in hollywood you know how they're always trying to do that they're like we'll put like a two fags making out in the background you know We'll put, oh, put a fag in the trees over there. No one's looking. We can sneak in some fags in the trees. <laughs> the South Park Broadway movie. Blowjobs, blowjobs. <laughs> oh, that was a great episode. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Wait, I stalled for long enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a Quentin Tarantino about Top Gun. I just, I hope it's uh, right. Let's it put is. it that way. Uh, there you go. He's talking about top. He's talking about Top Gun. This is where that rumor came from. Listen.
go the gay way. Go the gay way. He could go both ways. What about Kelly McGillis? Kelly McGillis, she's, she's, she's heterosexuality. She's saying, no, <laughs> go the normal way. Play by the rules. Go the normal way. And they're saying, no, go the gay way. Be the gay way. Go for the gay way. Right? <laughs> that is what's going on throughout that whole movie. What is this party? Who are these people that make me sick? What is that? Who are you? Who are you? What is this movie? I don't know. I think this is in a movie. It is in a movie. Does he keep going off about him? Yeah. He comes back. Yeah, he comes back. It looks like they're going to have sex. You know, they're just kind of sitting back. He's taking a shower and everything. They don't have sex. He gets on the motorcycle drive. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? Fuck. Next scene you see her. She is in the elevator. She is dressed like a guy. She's got the cap on. She's got the aviator glasses. She's wearing the same jacket. That the Iceman wears. She goes, okay, this is how I gotta get this guy. This guy's So I gotta bring him back. I gotta bring him back from the gateway. So I'm gonna do that through subterfuge. I'm gonna dress like a man. Alright? That is how she, she approaches it. Right. Okay. But, let me just ask you, I'm gonna digress for just for two seconds wow. here. But, um, I met this girl, Amy, here. She's like, four <laughs> now, she's had divorce, right? I saw you on. What was it? Is that it? No, there's more. There's, there's even more. Yeah, he finishes it. <laughs> okay. He finishes okay. strong. He finishes strong. It comes back to something else. I like it. Do you see it on the screen? Yeah. I'm watching them. It's so funny, dude. Fucking great. Sword Sword fight. (laughs) But dude, if you if you like if you watch the video with the it has a video of the movie going and like you see here in the elevator, you see the the them on the on the the scenes that they're talking about. Yeah, you can see the scenes and they line it up kind of good and uh and then you're like, dude, you're right. Like she dress she dresses like a dude right after he rejects her. And then it is right. It is like there's there's this weird sexual tension between like if you rewatch the movie, you're like, there's this weird sexual tension between uh, Iceman, Iceman, or Iceman, yeah, Val like the, Kilmer. Their feud, yeah, yeah, their feud is actually in. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like I don't know. I never <laughs> even looked at it like that. No, and after no. I heard that uh, conspiracy, I, n- I haven't watched Top Gun since. No, you can't. But the new one, the new one doesn't have any of that. The new one so? is the new one's bad. Oh, maybe there is. <laughs> Maybe there is. Wait a second. Oh no! His Val Kilmer is dying of AIDS in the new one. Oh! The AIDS that Maverick gave him, but Maverick doesn't have super AIDS. See, Val Kilmer when he got fucked in the ass by by Maverick, Iceman got super AIDS, but it wasn't super AIDS in Tom Cruise. See, when he fucked Iceman, he put so much love into it. He gave him like super AIDS. You know, it was like you know, and then and then so so then what's the new one? Oh oh, Rooster, Rooster. What is Rooster? It's a cock. Rooster's oh, yeah? a cock. Oh, yeah. Hold on. We got something here. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Uh, see, I'm not quitting Tarantino. <laughs> yeah. Rooster's a cock, and he's got to save the cock, you know? And what does he do? He saves the cock at the end. He comes back for the cock. See, I, I can't uh, I can't remember <laughs> yeah. a specific line. No, I can't remember any of the lines you from know, that, that would That would yeah. be able to fill the holes in the gaps. Can you hear me? 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, that being said, there was a moment at the end where he's like, I don't think we're going to get out of this one, Maverick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. When the when the new age fighter jet was right on their ass. Yeah, yeah. And the thing wasn't tugging. Yeah, and he was like... He uh, was really tugging on something. That's kind of gay. Yeah, gay. Yeah, he was tugging you uh, know. the balls. I'm, I'm trying to reach yeah. here. No, I know. I'm, ma- <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking, Jacob. Like <laughs> the only scene I can remember towards the end. Um, uh, uh, oh, dude, the dude that saves him. What's his name? Uh, Hangman. Hangman. Hanging nuts on a man's yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or what would they do to gays? They would hang him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Old school. Old school references, you know? And, uh, oh, the chick. The chick, Jennifer Connelly. Uh, did they bang? Did they bang in the movie or did he ride away again? No, I think he's... No, they ride away. They ride away on the motorcycle. Together. In the he Porsche, did bang her. In the Porsche. So, all right. So, here's what's happened. But because, they never showed it on the movie. They no. Went, yeah. But because of what happened with him and Val, he gave Val AIDS, Val Kilmer. Iceman has AIDS. Now, what has he done after that? He didn't go back to Kelly McGillis, you know. He found, like, his uh, his heterosexual Jennifer Conley, right? But then what happens? You know, like, so everything everything that he does afterwards is because he sees going the gay way wasn't the right, remember? It wasn't the right, you know, move. Look at Val Kilmer. He's dying, you know. So I went the straight way. I stay alive. I'm, I'm a Maverick. I'm, top, I'm still Top Gun Maverick, you know. And he got to, he literally repeated Everything that happened in the first movie, like Rooster, you know, like his son, like they all go, like everything in that movie was like, he was afraid to, instead of Rooster dying, his kid dying though, he lived, remember? Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, it's like a little, it's the same movie, but it's like a little different. It's the same movie with a different outcome. Yeah, it's, and the fucking effects were so much better. Yeah. How did they not think of that back then? They could have done that in the 80s, just put a camera in. The- oh, would it cost exponentially more money though you think oh yeah big ass cameras those cameras were big yeah yeah yeah. the fact that they were able to put small little cameras in the corners and on the outsides and shit yeah and just like you know what they would do they were i was watching this video the director talk about it they would send out the actors with shots that they needed to get but it was like all right see ya come back with good shots and so the actors would then come back with the amount of shots and whatever angles around whatever mountain that the guy's looking for. And then they go, well, I don't like how your face <laughs> looks in this shot. Yeah. So you got to go up and do it again. Yeah. That The director didn't know what the shots looked like until they came back every huh. time. Yeah. I think, fi- yeah, I figures you can't. Cause you, you don't have like a live stream. No, no. You know, it's like, all right, our next shot's going to be you going banking left on this mountain. Like the actors had to remember the whole list of shots. Dude, that's an expensive movie. Expensive movie. That's so expensive. Expensive movie. Imagine just I, what it, it costs to get all those actors trained in F-18. Yeah. Like, they were pretty good pilots. Like, all those actors who are just fucking regular people, when you really think about it. Yeah. Um, they all got trained in, I don't know how long a time, but, like, well, actors- let's say a year. But in... Air Force or uh, Navy fighter pilot tactics, you know, and F-18 yeah. fighter jets. They were able, like, what an opportunity. Yeah, you know? that is great. That but is fucking 
cool as shit. You see, you see actors. This is what actors do. To even essentially, be the extras, though. like fucking Hangman. He wasn't in the movie that much. Oh, he was great. You know, I love Hangman. Or not even Hangman, but like one of the one, just of, one just of the like other a, ones. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. people who like obviously. Or what's can't that guy remember. with the glasses? Remember yeah. him? Yeah, Bob. 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 Yeah, he sucked. <laughs> Fuck you, Bob. You suck. Yeah, Bob didn't even get to fly anything. Nah, Bob, Bob didn't do shit. Bob and got the shit. <laughs> he had the shit seat for sure. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't in control at all now that I think No about one it. knows that actor's name. He'll probably not do shit. Yeah. Look at uh, fucking <laughs> Miles Teller. Yeah. What he done right after awesome. that movie dropped. Like three other movies yeah. or, and a TV show dropped. With Miles Teller as like the protagonist, dude. Fuck yeah, Miles Teller. If I could get any guy in my Miles Teller, that's yeah. he For looks clones? like. Yeah, dude. That'd be oh, sick. Dude, that'd be so. That sick. would be sick. That'd be sick. <laughs> uh, because you know, he's such a good. Like, if you look at his face, you're like, think of an American man. You yeah, know? He, he just looks like he could be father. He could be. Uh, he's a mix between like yeah. uh, Tom Cruise and Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, he's right in the middle. Right in the <laughs> you middle. Like that? Yeah, that's a good one. Because he's like not like Tom Cruise good looking, but he's like kind of shallow above. He's kind of got like got, retard, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> retard got above. Good old American. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Milk fed. Yeah. Well, oh, the hormones. hair. It's the hair. Like the hair is kind of like if he had like straight yeah. blonde hair. You, you for some reason you think that dude's a fucking douchebag because he's got straight blonde hair. Just yeah, twenty five percent of the population is called a fucking dude. <laughs> <laughs> I got curly uh, bl- bl- uh, brown hair, so you didn't offend me at all. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, dude. Yeah, imagine getting like a fucking real actor in your movie. <laughs> That'd be sick. Right? That'd be sick. Yeah. One I mean, day, hopefully. You, one it day. means you almost made it. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes real actors do dumb shit. Yeah, they're like, like, I need a paycheck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, or something like that. What is this clones out there? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this fucking douchebag? Ah, oh, whatever. Oh, he did Trash Sniffer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Very well, then. Oh, Space Abstract? Oh, yeah. One of my favorites. One of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. It totally reminded me of uh, 2001, I think. Yeah, Space yeah. Odyssey by Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> you know? Very Kubrick vibes on that one. <laughs> yeah, the floating pen scene was, you know, really touched me. Yeah, the floating <laughs> pen scene where I'm literally holding it. I'm literally holding the pen. That's how I did the floating. It wasn't no creative shit. It was just like, all right, uh, I guess I'll just fucking. Oh, remember the genius idea I had? It was uh, I I was gonna glue For what? it. What? There are all genius ideas yeah, in that yeah. movie. Kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you mean what specific genius idea? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, I'm so fried. Uh, the one where though I was gonna put the pen, glue the pen to the to the glass. Yeah, and how he just, did it. Yeah, how he did it. Exactly how he did it. It was yeah. a genius idea I had. I'll just copy <laughs> that way he did it, <laughs> and I couldn't. It didn't work because it was like it, the glue was too sticky. And it'd be like, come on, get off. You were trying to struggle to get it off. And then when you did pull it off, there was like this big mark left from the glue. You got to get like specific fucking glue. Like, ah, oh, it sucks. Probably glue that's $50 for some little small yeah. tube of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like leave no trace. Really I, clear and see-through I didn't, glue. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't really look into it that hard. I'm like, oh, glass glue. Fuck, bitch. You were about, about to use tape. Oh yeah, I was using. Oh, I was using tape at first. 
And then the tape was like, ah, Reflective. you could see it. Yeah. And it was like a, it left a sticky thing after. Yeah. Like a residue from the glass. Oh, yeah. Tape didn't work. Oh, that was so funny. Dude, and I. How many times right. did you try this before I got into space suit? None. <laughs> that was the first time. I didn't try anything. I literally was like. That was, that was my biggest surprise of this whole thing. Oh, how I'm unprepared. Like, <laughs> I'm like, Cam's put so much time into this set yeah. months months into oh, yeah, the set yeah, yeah. you know because he's really must have thought about a lot of other things before he put building this part of it no no i'm like he must have a lot of shit figured out about it for no. him to be doing this part now no but you know what i'm gonna say something the the, the cool part about how i've been doing i've been doing it crash course i didn't go to film school or anything so i'm like learning all this on. No, you wouldn't. You don't say. <laughs> you know, I didn't go to any film school, <laughs> so uh, but I'm, learning, I'm learning so much, right? I've learned so much. Like I could go back in, like if I were to remake Trash Sniffer, do you know how much better it would look now? Like you, think so? you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah, I could do that. Maybe, maybe I will do that. It would look actually. I because I can't get Dan back because uh, yeah, yeah, severed that tie. Nor could you do um, Seigneur de Noblanc. No, I can't do that either. Because Dan was that role. Dan was great for that role. Yeah, he was. Dude, great. I've 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 texted that guy a couple times now. Daniel, good. He's not responding. No, I uh, worried about that guy. I, I do too. I I don't know. Worried about that guy right now. But yeah, moving on. I think he's fine. I think he's got an engineering job, and uh, yeah, he does have an engineering job, so he's fine. I mean, he was just on the podcast. He was doing great. You know. Yeah. But yeah. I haven't talked to him since. Oh, really? Didn't he go to that party? You haven't seen him since then? Remember you had a Christmas party? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen him since the Christmas party. Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't talked to him since the Christmas party. I was going to ask him if he wanted to be the, the lead in my movie. I was thinking about it. The clones? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about asking him. Who knows? He could say no, and I'd be like, all right. Yeah, yeah but what if he says yes? Doesn't mean to say yes. That's then, true. I hated that shit, dude. Oh my god. He feels I guilty that, that he's yeah, like, yeah. oh, Cam doesn't might not have anyone else. So he says yes. And then when <laughs> the time comes, he really doesn't want to do it and just ghosts you. Yeah. That's yeah. the most annoying thing in the world. I guess we all do it. I get I know where he's like he just didn't mean, you know, I don't he meant well and just, Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think that was the yeah. the, the gist of it. <laughs> but I've always been the type kind of guy. I don't care what you yeah. what you say I'm very punctual. If you tell me 4 I'm o'clock, I'm 4 o'clock. I'm a very punctual guy. Yeah. But that being said, where I was going with that is more or less like if I say I'm going to do something, oh, mm. no matter how yeah. much I don't want to do it, uh, <laughs> I do it. Yeah. You know, because I, I, I think of my word as like a lot, you yeah. know, and it's like, well, I told him I was going to do it, so I have to do it now at this point. Your word means everything. I don't know. Yeah. I, for me, at least. All you got is your word and your balls. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I forget who says that. Oh, I said it. Probably Randy Marsh. <laughs> Sounds like a Randy Marsh thing. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, any new South Parks? Yeah, a bunch of South new South Parks. You've even seen them? No, no. I stopped watching a couple years ago. I Why? I don't know. I think because I get scared about the end of stuff, like mortality. Like there's, I've left off two seasons of Seinfeld. I have not watched. You've never watched the last no, two seasons. I've never watched the last season of The Office. 
I always leave something. You've seen wanting. the last episode, though. No, the final episode, I've not. Really? I've not seen anything. I've seen like the beginning of season nine, and I turned it off because I was like, "Wait, this is the last season. I don't ever want to be done with The Office." You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So I'll never. But I might watch like an episode in ten years. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. Just because there's something new left. You get what I'm trying to say? There will always be something new left in that little rabbit hole. Yeah, I the uncompleted. It's a romantic idea. The uncompletion of it for me would drive me insane. No, I, I need think to feel it, like I need to be completed. I need to complete it. No, I I like to feel leaving them wanting more. I don't know something like that. You know, it was interesting. Was I watched Game of Thrones a while back, right? And yeah. it was a great. It was a great series. I enjoyed it, right? I would have saved five seasons. <laughs> no, <I'm not>. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, but it sucks. It's all done. Right, you've seen all the episodes. Yes, but it's done. Dude. I hadn't seen it in like four years, and then I went back, rewatched yeah. episode one because you're retarded. One. I forgot these. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I do the same thing. Since I I smoke so much pot, I rewatched these things. You have the same joke. You go, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot this guy dies. Well, like I know what's gonna happen. But I forget. I'll forget punchlines in Seinfeld. And I'm like, every now and then I'll be like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> got me again. Got, yeah. <laughs> oh, another rock unturned. <laughs> One of the last rocks. Hidden <laughs> uh, <and> gold. <laughs> yeah. I knew California would pay off. <laughs> yeah, old California. <laughs> yeah. But do, do you get what I'm trying to say? But though? I know what's like, going to happen. Yeah. And. and Throughout Game of Thrones, as I rewatched all seven seasons or eight seasons, whatever, mm-hmm. but I don't really get how it, how you get there. I forgot how they get there. You know what I mean? All the little details in between. Yeah. So I rewatch it like it's the first time I'm watching it. You know, you just gotta revisit shit like years later. I'd say like five years. Yeah. Is a fresh start to whatever it is. Like even books that you read, you yeah. revisit them like five years. You're like, oh yeah, that's where I heard that. Yeah. You yeah. know. There's yeah, there's a lot of uh, there's a couple books like that for me. I've read uh, I read Stepford Wives twice. I read uh, was it uh, fuck I'm retarded. Uh, yeah. You ever heard of a book called The Singularity? I want to read that one. No, no. Who who wrote that? I don't know. I don't even know what it's about. Sounds cool though. Yeah, it does. The Singularity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I read a shitty book. It was uh. It was, uh, what is it called? Fuck, see, it's a shift. <laughs> oh, oh, it was called, it was called... Moby Dick. The, it was called Elevation by Stephen King. It was a short book. Oh, yeah? Did I tell you about this? Uh-uh. All right, so this fucking book, it's called Elevation. What's Start, the plot? Starts out so cool. Starts out, this guy goes to his friend's house. He's like a doctor, and or his friend's a doctor, and he's like, hey, man, uh, look at this. He goes and he steps on his scale, and it says 160. Then he takes off his shirt. And his uh, pants and all that. He takes off all his clothes and it still says 160. He goes and he grabs a bowling ball and he steps on the scale. It still says 160. You know? And I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool. I'm hooked. Why is this happening? You know? And then right after that first good chapter, it starts like he meets these lesbian neighbors who are like walking their dog and their dog poops on his lawn. And, and like they own a restaurant and they're, they get discriminated upon because they're living in like a small republican area and they mentioned trump and and i'm like what does this have to do with what the fuck i just read you know like (laughs) i hated the book i hated the book i'm like no no you had a great opening what are you doing stupid you fucking idiot 
and he started like going and then i i got to page like 69 nice and i was like nice. i stopped i was like this is too much. it was it was like a 120 page book it's not a long book mm. but i was just like oh there was there was after the second trump reference i'm just like i don't care like oh i guess this is trump's america how could you write that and then somebody publishes that yeah right that's such a weird fucking oh i guess this is trump's america it's like you little girl you fucking faggot yeah. <laughs> stephen king's a faggot dude <laughs> You won't see him writing a short story these days going, oh, I guess this is Biden's America. No, yeah. And like, they, yeah, don't even get me started. Biden sucks, dude. <laughs> Biden's awful. No, we don't have, we're not talking politics. But yeah. uh, so the Stephen King book had to have been post-2016. Yeah, it was It was right around 20, I think it was like 2018. And it, it really started off cool because the whole mystery. Yeah, that is interesting. Did you ever figure that out? Um, yeah. So he, um, so what ended up happening was he was losing weight every day and it really spooked me out. Oh, so he kept losing weight. Yeah. He kept losing weight and it was really scary, but he didn't get any skinnier. Yeah. It was a weird thing. He was becoming buoyant. Weightless. Buoyant. Yeah. You know, like he was like a balloon and he eventually just floated up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And that was it. (laughs) And he left and he said goodbye to everybody. He left. I read, I read the ending because I had to get... But he was like, goodbye, <laughs> goodbye, buddy. <laughs> goodbye, Mr. Norwall. <laughs> goodbye, buddy. So they, he didn't try to like contain himself in houses first? No, no. I thought about it. I don't know. No, I didn't read that part. I just read the end. Like I went to like the last couple pages and just skimmed through. That but would be an interesting story. It was interesting. If but you, you don't have to make that political. They made it so political. Why? He made it so political. Stephen King, no. He was so angry at Trump. Do back cocaine then. again, dude. Yeah. Start start doing like start drinking, doing cocaine again, please. Yeah. And the other thing too. That was when he made his best shit. Is he never? You know, I hate how I hate when you just. It has to make some sense. Like, I mean, I guess it doesn't because I've done it before. Like a lot of my shit don't make sense, <laughs> but. He was like, he's like, explain how come he's getting lighter. I don't, maybe he did when I left the book for 50, 60 pages unread. <laughs> maybe he did explain, but it's like, why just getting randomly See, that would lighter? drive me nuts. Like 50, 60 pages, I couldn't just not read the rest of it. Oh, really? I would probably just be like, oh, it's a short book. Let me just fucking see how this ends anyways. Oh, I, well, I'm, I'm really, I'm like a, what do you call it? I'm very protestful. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not reading this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want my head to be filled with yeah. any more of this yeah, it's like you don't deserve my a space in my mind. Yeah, you fucking. You I thought wrote, about that about you know. things lately. Yeah, you know, I've gotten off social media and shit, and like the things, the spaces in my mind have, yeah, they've opened up for other things. Hmm. You know, there's a big space in my mind that was being taken up just by my phone. Really, I got my screen time average. I just, I didn't know that it wasn't always turned on. I just turned that on the other week, right? Mm-hmm. For my screen time average last week, it was an hour and a half oh, every day, every day for the week. That's good. Uh, I limit. I got. I got the Twitter still, right? For generally fried. Yeah. There's like four followers. That's just my only social media left, right? Yeah. So I don't want to delete it. Oh, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you saw that wire just sitting there. I had to yeah, touch it. Yeah, you did touch the. Fu- all right, whatever. I'm it's not. All, I'm not cutting that one out. Uh, we fixed it. No, nah, he or she. Quit touching the wire. He or she is fine. I don't know what's wrong with that wire, dude. I got that one out of the uh, the uh, basket of wires. Yeah. That I got. Maybe it was all jumbled up and I fucked it up. But I decided to switch up the wiring a little bit because it's just me and you. Oh, oh, what was the one flew over the cuckoo's nest? 
he like pretends to be mentally ill and he uh and he goes because he's on a crime you know he did i think he killed somebody pretend he was mentally ill and then he uh he tries to escape and he leads like this rebellion against nurse uh nurse ratchet or something like that well don't tell me that. don't tell me any spoilers i'm not i'm just telling you the plot like okay. i think that's what it, you haven't read it yet uh-uh. have you been told well, anything about it no, but Ken Casey was in the uh, Hell's Angels book. Oh, okay. That's how yeah. I. That's how I. Um, no, he's a real artist. He's heard cool. about the dude. Yeah, he's badass. He was, uh, his. He had a really big fucking mansion in San Francisco. Yeah. And the '60s, <clears throat> before he got caught with pot, actually it was after he got caught with pot a couple times, but he got away with those. And he pleaded out with like a little bit of fines because pot used to be really illegal in California, yeah, right? Yeah. And LSD was legal. This, oh, really? This was right before LSD got illegalized in 1967 or eight. Mm-hmm. And the Hell's Angels book of Hunter S. Thompson was based uh, 64, five, and six. At six is like when he separated with the Hell's Angels. LSD becomes illegal the next year, right? Mm. There's one of those little footnotes. It wasn't a big part of the book, yeah, but. That being said, the Hell's Angels, when they became like very famous in 1965s, because who uh, are the Hell's Angels? For those who don't know, it's a motorcycle gang. Okay, that started in California. Yeah, um, all throughout California, from like Los Angeles to Sacramento. Um, mostly in Oakland was like their strongest chapter. Yeah, because I knew who they were. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but. Um, and there's still uh, remnants of them today. I know. In Oakland. <laughs> but in yeah. 1965, they were, they, were, they were actually dwindling okay. in 65. Um, they were a big thing. They sprung up after World War II mm. in the late 40s and early 50s. Like the mid-50s, the outlaws were in their heyday, right? But then like 65, then like the early 60s, they were actually like dwindling in numbers. But... There was this like lull in media, and like three of the major um, news sources, like Times, um, whatever, all those news sources that are over in California, like they all wrote uh, Hell's Angels. Um, there was like a rape that happened, a, okay. a, a rape case, which happened all the time for these guys, yeah. because uh, women would actually go fucking buck wild with them yeah. and then regret it afterwards. And, like, all the cases of rape with the Hells Angels, out out of, like, 100 cases, 5 or 10 were convicted because <laughs> there, was just, there was just no proof. Like, the women were outright. Listen, they weren't that bad. There weren't that many rapists there. <laughs> <laughs> but they were always in the news is what I'm saying. Yeah. And there was this one weekend where, like, this three... raping biker gang named exactly. the Hells Angels. Exactly. Oh, terrifying. So there was this big uh, uh, uptick in yeah. media presence for the Hells Angels. Mm-hmm. That being said, they became very popular. Yeah. Um, With and... your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was right. They partied at Ken Casey's house. Oh, nice. In yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. And that's where that's where they were introduced to LSD. Yeah, Ken Kesey was fucking doing LSD. Everybody was at that party, yeah, right? But it was yeah. private property, huge fucking property, and the cops were all outside of it. And he painted this picture of like um, a Project X style party going on in this private residence, and cops not even being able to get to it because it's all private property. Yeah. And back then, they actually would respect private property, right? Mm-hmm. Unless they saw someone outright doing something illegal, they couldn't go on the property at all. 
Good. Bring um, that back. Well, it, <laughs> there was this case of someone being crazy out on the lawn and a Hells Angels biker guy going over, yanking him because he was going to have the cops. He was going like crazy, you know, making Man. it obvious he was all on drugs and stuff and giving the cops a reason to come mm-hmm. check up, check in. Because if someone's getting hurt, harmed, or something like that, that gives them another reason to come on property. Anyways, yeah, that being yeah. said, um, he paints this whole picture at Ken Casey's house. And then footnote to Ken Casey is the author of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And I'm like, oh, shit. This is the guy who wrote One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. So not only did I want to read that book, but I am like have this little connection to the author mm-hmm. that I read in the Hells Angels book by Hunter S. Thompson. Gotcha. Because Hunter S. Thompson was with the Hells Angels and Ken Casey and all these Berkeley professors and hippies, like this Mm -hmm. huge mishmash of characters and people from all these different backgrounds. They're all connected through just doing a shitload of LSD at this one party. And this fucking party went on for like weeks at a time. Right. Yeah. Um, so sounds like like a place Bob Dylan would have been at. Maybe, maybe seems like one of those types of characters. But he, um, like, yeah, I'd say 20 pages later, a couple months later, he's describing that um, the Vietnam protests that were staged in Berkeley mm. were only a couple months after that. And politicians had hired the Hells Angels guys to protect law and order because they didn't like the hippies. So then t- only two months later were these guys who were just doing LSD with these people. Then fighting with these people on the streets of Berkeley mm-hmm. because they were influenced in some other way. And they were like, um, they they only didn't respect these people because they were like chicken shits. They wanted peace instead yeah. of fighting. And they were like, Hells Angels, fight no matter what. That's like yeah. what they stood for. <laughs> and that's the only reason these ignorant fucks went against the Vietnam protesters. And then mm-hmm. eventually, like, there was... Um, there was like a bigger rally the next week and one of these uh, thought leaders or whatever, a professor really, he wrote this whole poem that was published in the newspaper to the Hells Angels. What's it called? I don't know, but he it was in the book and I read the poem and he, he like pleads his case to the Hells Angels to like stay away, let us peacefully protest, all this stuff. And Hells Angels didn't show up. You know, they didn't want any more part of trying to was it, was it Alan play Ginsburg? politically against each other. Yeah. They were like, let's just get out of politics. Why are we doing this? They like, they smartened up because at first they were like, oh, we can go fight some fucking chicken shit pussies. Yeah. Let's fucking do it, you know? And then they kind of smartened up and they were like, the next week they're like, nah, we don't want to do that this time. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, it was interesting. This whole book's just like an account of what Hells Angels do day to day. You know, like mindsets change, like. They'll fucking fight anybody for really no reason sometimes. Yeah, that's the type of, like, when I was younger, that's the type of, like, reporting I would want to do. Like, like go to Wall Street, you know, like, just observe how it would have happened. Gonzo journalism. Is that what it's called? Yep. Yeah. Just, like, you know, being on the forefront of it. I, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Like, I guess it's called, was, is it really called Gonzo? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's just how journal. It's just journalism, like because you well, good journalism. If you like, that's good journalism. Like there was a movie. There was a movie called uh, really good Steve Jobs movie. I think it's just called Jobs. It's the one with Michael Fassbender. Yeah, and I never saw that. That was the good one. Really? And uh, there's like the guy is following. He's like sh- they call it shadowing. He's like shadowing Steve Jobs, and he's just right. I'm like that's a, that's a cool job, you know, like to just shadow like a guy like Steve Jobs. 
before like a per, like a premiere of like a new brand new product. Like imagine if you're shadowing him and you wrote like a like let's say I would love to go back and like read what what people were saying about like what was it the iPhone before they saw it, you know, like because you just see glimpses because you're kind of back back there and you're getting told what it is and then so then you kind of create for like people on mass like what it's kind of like what to anticipate you know and just see what they anticipated versus what we know about it now like i don't know it just yeah. seems like it'd be because you have one version of it in your head when yeah you, when you think about the book before mm-hmm. you read it yeah. and then the book gives you this whole new version yeah exactly. that either could match what you thought really because you'll never be able to really go back and live with the hell's angels mm-hmm. but that book is such a close it's the closest we'll ever really get yeah you know what i'm saying because like, he describes how hell yeah. he he warmed up so much to the Hell's Angels that they were coming in and out of the house all the time. Hmm. Like he was always on his tape recorder and asking them questions, and he he got the scoop more than like anyone else could have got the scoop. You know, Ken Kesey, he uh he there's something with the movie. Remember the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. He didn't want that. To I never become, seen the movie. He didn't want it to become a movie, right? He didn't. He's like, no, gotcha. it's a, it's a book is a book. You know, it's written to be a book. That's this hmm. piece of art. Is written to be viewed in a certain way. I can see him saying that heavy ass shit. Yeah, well, that's how I feel. You shouldn't yeah. make, you know, you shouldn't cross over. There's a reason why I'm making movies. I'm not writing a space abstract. You know, that's mm-hmm. a that's a thing that has to be seen. It's not a thing that could be really told. You know, like with words. It's just a different way. What's the best way to express your vision? Simple. So he objected to them making a movie out of it. So what the movie companies do? They they uh they bought the rights. It was he yeah, was allowing it or as, a, as a play. It was like it was okay to be a play. So they adapted. They got the rights to adapt the play. Ah. <laughs> so it was some bullshit. And uh, yeah. and then he was really pissed at the movie. And and you know Jack Nicholson. He was back in the sixties. He was fucking big. He was big. He was big. I saw that he did the lead role on that. Yeah, and uh, he also did like what was the other one? The Joker. Uh, he was the Joker in the Batman. Nah, nah but I'm saying back, <laughs> back then. Back then he was Easy Rider or something. Or uh, yeah. He was some really bad, like biker. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, really? His roles were like biker dude. He was really cool. Oh, you know really? what I'm saying? Yeah, and then yeah. He did one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, yeah. And he was just you know like he was rock star that, that launched was, his fucking yeah. Yeah, it's like wow, he can do that. And Ken Kesey, because they saw he, Jack Nicholson played a crazy guy, right? Mm-hmm. So then, when like a couple years later, when Stanley Kubrick goes to put him in The Shining, Stephen King objects. He's like, "You're gonna give it away. He's you know he's a crazy guy, mm-hmm. you know." Because Stanley Kubrick, because he already played too good of a crazy guy. Yeah, he played. Everybody's gonna know uh. he's the crazy guy because. That's what he does. He does the. That's you almost got to get an actor that's a little worse at it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, or, he's or who's, too good for the role. But here's the thing. I like that. That's, well, a, that's a hell of a compliment. No, there's a difference. the The difference is the book. You don't know when you're reading The Shining that he turns evil. You can kind of see parts of it. Mm. It creeps. It's a long. You know, I don't think I ever seen The Shining. Do great. Or, or read the book. I'll do great. Great. What do you think I should do? Read the book or see the movie? You should read the book first, and then watch the movie. Okay. And then uh, see the difference. There's a huge difference. It's not even the same real, like, the stuff, even the stuff that happens in the sh- hotel is different from the book. Really? Like, in the book, it's these weird, like, hedges come to life. They're shaped like lions and stuff and mm-hmm. elephants, and they chase them. It's a weird fucking whatever. But in the movie, 
there, there's a hedge maze and they get lost in the maze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more symbolic because that works in film. And Stephen King doesn't understand that he made something that works in a movie. Or not a movie, a but works in a book. Yeah. That's, you know, but then Stephen, or not, what is it? Stanley Kubrick comes along and he goes, I see a movie out of this. And he took the parts and like he took the name, he took the name of the hotel, mm-hmm. he took the setting, he took. You, know, you, bits take, and pieces. you take almost the whole thing, almost not and quite, then you, and then you change, and then you what, make it for a movie. Yeah, exactly. It, and that's you know, I saw that with the Great Gatsby. That's what I kind of liked yeah. about the yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, and that's why you could you could see arguments where people say, "Well, the book is better than the movie." What they say, you know, it's it it's a false equivalency because one of them is seen and the other one is read. It's yeah. completely different ways of taking in information. It's interesting. Yeah. No, there's a big, that's because I, you know, I write, you know, and I also, no, yeah, I write, I write some shit and, uh, sometimes and, uh, and I'm now making movies and there's a huge difference, you know, like the, well, you just handed me this, you know, this interesting booklet (laughs) about your next project and it's something that I've never read before. Yeah. This is new for me. Writing. I'm, I'll be interested to try to put like a script style movie into my head. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? I think it works because I, I read a few scripts. I didn't write it like a script. Like scripts are like cut a little bit of corners. It's like yeah, yeah. It's like Eric, age thirty, black hair, super descriptive. Yeah, and it just describes what they look like because it's all yeah. visual means. Yeah. Here I'm like he felt like and he was doing this. It's more like a book. Uh, okay. It's because it's meant for me to you know the script is meant for me. I don't give a fuck you know. It's not it's not like it's gonna be published. So it's just for me. I just have to know what's going on here it's all dialogue basically if you were to give that script to like a future actor for like hey do you want to be in my movie and he's like well i don't know let me read the script yeah. would you give him that exact script or would you change yeah. it up oh i'd get no i'd give him a different copy yeah you you'd give would you give him more description of yeah yeah you okay gotcha, i have to gotcha. rewrite it <laughs> gotcha 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 so, yeah, like you said like you said first draft yeah it's first draft first draft yeah yeah but it's impressive but we're still uh, impressive yeah well we're uh we're gonna you know Whatever's in there, we're filming. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So think of it like that. Like, it's like, I don't know. I, I saw, I was like, I got to make a full length movie. You know, it's my time, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, what could I realistically make? I've had, you know, I've, I think I've told you one or two. I've got like five really good ideas. Oh, you know, you know I had a great idea. Yeah. Um, don't say it on here. No, no, no. It's, okay. it's about stupid stuff. So okay. you're gonna need it's it's the first thing you're doing with dialogue, mm-hmm. right? That's gonna yeah. be a big difference between this and the other. Yeah. Right. So yeah. my next question would be like, you got like a um, a boom system, like a boom mic that you're hanging over. Yeah. I want to be that guy. That's you. That's what I, I want to be yeah. that guy. You would do that. I want to be that guy. Fuck yeah. Fuck okay. Yeah. I totally cool. wanted you there cool, for cool, that. Cool. <laughs> Cool. Awesome. <laughs> I was actually going to buy a boom for this. You yeah, know, like yeah, one of those should. big sticks. You should. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then there's also. I wanted to make sure that was that was yeah. already promised to me. No, that's there. That's you. Because you. you know what that You're means? You're sound guy. That means I'm in every, I'm at every shot. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're in all of them. Yeah. 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 But behind every, every shot. Yeah, exactly. You're part. Because the other, the cool part about this art is like. I saw. I watched a whole video on like how they dis, how they hide mics in the scene. 
So oh. they don't always have to. Interesting. Like they, like they can put the like flowers. a potted plant like right here, and they can they can oh, they'll the, pick the it up. The guys like right there, yeah. holding it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's like interesting. It's an art form of itself too. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Dude, this movie shit is like interesting. Yeah, it's really it go, you can go deep with it. Like Paul's showing me like we I, we just put together this gimbal, mm-hmm. you know. And the what gimbal. Is, what is a gimbal, Cam? Dude, for, dude, the, the gimbal, for the people who don't know. Yeah, I know, it's so weird. I don't really know either. A gimbal is something you put your camera on and it doesn't shake. Doesn't you can shake run at all. with it. You could, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it so keeps you can a shock focus. Absorber. Yeah. You could run with it and it won't move at all. Hmm. That's how they get those. You know, Where it's like it a steady cam. To? It's attached to this giant stick, but it's got like the gimbal technology. It makes it, uh, like, gy- you know, gyre. I don't know. It's like. It'll stay locked. It won't move. Is it like move. surrounded by this whole... Like, uh, yeah, it's like it's on three or four different sides and it just stays put and you can move your hand around it and it just doesn't move. Huh. What I, if you move the whole thing? Then it'll move. Oh. But like like when you're running, it'll keep smooth. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like I could attach it to a car. Dude, how about those old movie, <clears throat> old movies like Tomb Raider that was filmed on like like tracks whole tracks were yeah. set up yeah. for the moving because they didn't have a gimbal right that was probably before gimbal technology where they yeah. had to, where they had to do a lot more like they built a literal track so the camera could pan yeah or run with the guy yeah they still do it it's, probably yeah. well but it it's also that, imagine like thinking about a scene like that though that's, that's a big scene that's a big scene yeah. dude yeah you, you know and when you're thinking about that you got to think about every little detail in those scenes I've been re- I've been watching. I know you've seen it. This Bob Ross channel, dude. Mm-hmm. He fucking paints all these little details. Yeah, all yeah. the way from the start of where he puts. the Oh paint. yeah, it's empty, and then he eventually fills it up with a whole. Exactly, and the way he works from the back to the front. Yeah, and really like gives depth into yeah. this oil painting yeah. by painting really small. Get high. Things. I used to get high off. I used to come home from work. Smoke and then watch that shit. I'm doing that right now. <laughs> it's awesome. That's what I've been doing lately. It's on your uh, Universal TV. It's not on yeah. like a channel. It's Samsung on, TV. Yeah, Samsung TV. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used, right I used to love watching that. Yep. <laughs> He's got a channel, right? Yep. Yeah. The Joy of Painting channel. Oh, I used to get so bugged. Dude, I gotta do that again. That's what I've been doing. Exactly what I've been doing. I've been <laughs> I reading. just sit there like, nice, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna go paint. <laughs> I thought I, about it. I, I can do this. <laughs> I totally thought about it. It looks so easy. It, he makes it look so easy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's he just makes... like, we'll just put some trees. Yeah. We'll just... He's just dabbing the. I'm like, I yeah. can just dab the brush. What the fuck? Yep. And he shows you exactly how to dab the brush. Oh yeah. You yeah. know. And there's not much to it. There's really not. There's no like, oh, you gotta do X, Y, Z, W. He makes it look like there's not much to it. Well, he just knows exactly. He knows. You know what it is? It's like you could you know how to pick up a camera. So everybody knows how to pick up a camera. Oh, you want to get on this again? Paul knows how the whole camera works. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just simple. It's not like he was born knowing. You know what I'm saying? Like ten thousand hour rule. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah. If you just do it enough, you'll you'll fucking be fine at writing. It's the 10,000 hour writing, rule, whatever. 100%. Yeah. He had painted 10,000 hours worth of painting before he even started that yeah. TV series. And on once he and clocked, then he got 10,000 more hours in the TV series. Yeah, and then w- once he was at 9,999 and he clocked that final 10, he's like, "Oh, I'm good now." Ooh. <laughs> and he just started, "Oh, you can just paint trees." And yeah, yeah. Just, you know. It just he's like, like, "I can just put happy little bushes right here." And yeah. little 
little happy stones right here too. Yeah, just you know, funny. let's let's make this wave crash into this nice happy little rock. Yeah, happy rock. You know, <laughs> everything's happy in this yeah, world. Yeah, uh, he's fucking, he's awesome. He's dude. great. He's, he's awesome. I've been watching a shitload of Bob Ross, getting high, reading, because I'll, I'll watch it with no sound. This is very interesting. This is a different Jacob. This is intellectual Jacob. This is enlightened Jacob. He's like, you know, my ways of old have changed. Because I've gotten off of social media. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I swear. I've seen the light. I walk the forest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get off your phone, brother. Get yeah. back to training. What? Girls are only temporary. <laughs> what What was the thing? Uh, it was. Uh, I got this Khabib meme. Where it's like this hot chick on a beach or whatever in a bikini. Yeah. And it's his, his face. Oh, it's, I've seen that. Right above the tit line. Yeah. And only like from her tit line up. And he goes, gets back to training, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Women are temporary. Yeah. Yeah. Victory it? is happiness. <laughs> oh, dude. What if like you show, you got to show, I would love to show somebody from like India. You know. You, Bob Ross. Yeah, Bob Ross. Look at this guy. And he'd be like, yeah. whoa, he's doing the trees. He's you know. a Florida dude. Yeah, is he? He's a Florida man, born no in Jacksonville, nice. died in Orlando. Oh, he he died in Orlando. Oh, he when got... he crashed into a tree. <laughs> <laughs> it was a happy little tree. Yeah, it was a happy tree. <laughs> Till his plane ran into it. <laughs> yeah, my car did a happy flip into the tree, <laughs> and my face, my smeared. happy car, angrily smashed into this happy little tree, and it rolled. <laughs> it did a happy roll. <laughs> He um he got cancer. Oh yeah, they it was say a happy cancer. They say it was <laughs> due to the paint thinners he was using. Shut up, really? Yeah. That's probably what linked. That's the main link to it. Is oh. all the chemicals and the paint thinner that he was using? Because oil based paints, you can't. Mm. It's not acrylic. It's not water based. So you don't mix in water. You mix in paint thinner to clean your brushes. And that little bucket he had on the set every time he was painting it is was paint is paint thinner. It was killing. It's odorless paint thinner. He says a hundred times throughout. Well, he says it like once per episode. Yeah. <coughs> that sucks. Man. Poor Bob what, Ross. What sucks is that uh, the business deal that he was in, he wasn't a business guy. So the business deal that he was in. Awful. All the Bob, the whole Bob Ross channel, the, yeah. all the money that's made from Bob Ross paints, anything that's got Bob Ross's face on it, the Bob Ross name is owned by the Kowalskis. Some fucking Polish well, conglomerate. <laughs> it's the people who were partners with him during the TV series. You see the executive producer, oh. um, something Kowalski, in oh. every episode credits, right? They were always with him. They were in the partnership. It was Bob, Bob's wife, the uh, the Kowalski man and wife, right? It was two couples Okay, that were in this business deal. And they all owned a quarter of it. And if either of them passed away or gave up their shares, that quarter would be evenly distributed amongst everybody else. So okay. what had happened was Bob Ross's wife dies. And then Bob Ross doesn't own the majority of his company anymore because 25% of the shares got evenly distributed amongst two Kowalskis and one Bob Ross. Oh, wow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So immediately when she died... He gained 33%. Exactly. That sucks. Exactly. Why'd you have to go and die, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. So he didn't get out of the deal. He died only a year later, right? And that he, sucks. <laughs> yeah, he got he got very sick afterwards, 
and only only died a year later. Cause I looked up with this whole thing. I've been on Bob Ross fucking rabbit hole, dude. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Does it show? Yeah. <laughs> um. So he dies like a year later, and in his estate will, he put the company into his son's name. But you can't do that in an estate will. It doesn't. It's different from a business agreement. So the judge ruled it in the Kowalski's favor. Son doesn't get anything. But if you're the Kowalski's, why don't you give the son? You would think, but I mean, business, just business isn't about good faith. Wow. You know? Ah, wow. Yeah. That's why artists always get fucked. People like that. Artists you know? always get fucked. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Pe- people like Bob Ross, his son doesn't yeah. make a dime off that Bob Ross oil that I almost bought off Amazon without that reading sucks. the reviews first. I would have never known because it was like, um, there's other good oil paints out there that you can use. Don't buy this just because of the Bob Ross name. Do your research. Mm. Um, because there are just as good paints out there for the same amount of price. Um, none of this money goes to Bob Ross's family. But some do, if you buy the right one, it will. Like if you buy no, the no, right no. None? Nothing, none. The, the they Bob, can't, there's no way to give him money like at no. all, like through his work? Nothing? Nothing. Wow. I don't think so. They, they own all of the paintings that were painted on that show. Kowalski's own. Didn't, none of them went to his kids. Dude, what the fuck, Kowalski? Yeah, it's sad, right? Damn it, Kowalski! (laughs) (laughs) It's a sad fucking ending to the story. Real life does not have happy endings, bro. Nah, real life, real life fucks you in the ass. That's That's the fucking gist of it, dude. With how amazing that motherfucker was as a person, yeah, and just an all-around great character, he got his his family in the end does not receive the fruits of his labor. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. that's just a sad story. It is a sad Written story. Written any way you see it. Yeah. And you'll be able to see it because now there's a new fucking Bob Ross movie coming out. By the Kowalski Productions. <laughs> <laughs> Kowalski Films presents Bob Ross's ass and how I fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the subtitle, like right below the main title, he's dead, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> and he was also a fag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and his wife was a was a, a bear or, uh, or a bull. Was a man. It was a man. Yeah, it was a that's man. always what they like to say. He was a fag, and she was a man. Yeah, that's what they say about Obama. Obama. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I'm like Michael, Michael Obama. <laughs> uh, but Owen Owen Wilson's gonna be playing Bob Ross in the new. That's great. Oh, that's such a good casting. It's a good casting. Oh, right? oh perfect. <laughs> Wow, I got the trees. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow, put the trees. Oh, wow, the happy trees. <laughs> Is that uh, Owen Wilson's voice in that yeah. in that meme? Yeah. Where it's going, wow, wow. wow. Yeah, it's it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I can totally see it now. Uh, there was a wow counter. I think it was like 107 or something. There's for one of his movies? Yeah, no, no, for like his every movie. Uh. <laughs> they counted all the wows. They went through all his movies. Savage. They somebody sat through all his fucking movies, looked for wows. Anytime there's a wow, he put a marker on it, and then he went and found the clip and put it together in a wow. three minute video. This is wow. why the internet is great. This is why the internet is fantastic. Some hero who will never see his face, will never know him. A true hero. A true hero went and said, "I'm going to upload every fucking wow that Owen Wilson." Wow. Wow. That is, oh, wow, that's fucking gold. Yeah, I was, like, literally, I was wow. thinking about it the other day, because I, I know how to do this now. I know how to upload, take a video from YouTube and, et, like, cut it out and clip it onto a new video. Oh, yeah, it's a hard skill to learn. But once you learn it, you got yeah, it. Yeah, I know how to do it now. I was like, I'm going to take all of Tua's interceptions. I was going to make a Tua interception clip. 
but I'm, you asshole. I know, I know. It's so funny, and uh, but then I was like, ah, I don't want to sully the page. You know what I'm saying? Sully. I don't want to oh, sully. Sully, the, sully. Yeah, I don't want to sully the page because the page is like you know. Remember Quentin Tarantino talking about his uh, filmography? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to sully the. <laughs> On Rogan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I got my film He's page, like, you know. The next one's got to be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, the next one is, what's after the space abstract? I can't do Tua Interception. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. It's got to be. Your gotta, credits, you know, your, your YouTube are your credits right now. You have my only credits. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't want to solely the, I was thinking about making another YouTube page though, where I would You can post- log into the Generally Fried account. Oh, really? And just post? And just shit post on there. Yeah, but then you'll get all the money. <laughs> Money, dude. From shit, you get a bunch of money from shit posting. Look at Barry McCockner. Remember him? Oh uh, yeah, dude. His YouTube page is like I put an asterisk next to every Super Bowl winner, and he goes back and he's like, "This team fucking cheated," and and you know this team went to the hotel room the night before and cut out the electricity. They woke up late the next day. At really? Super Bowl, and he puts an asterisk on every. He's a troll, but he does his research, you know. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah, he's just Barry McCockner. If you don't know him, I mean, everybody knows. Yeah, Barry yeah. No, I, I know yeah. the Twitter more than anything. Yeah, more his, than YouTube. His YouTube channel is just all straight trolls. Like, gotcha. and, you know, he makes enough money off of that because you make money on YouTube, you know. Yeah, if you monetize it, I don't think generally fried's monetized. Oh no! But you could. I think you can yeah. flip the switch on it. Yeah, mine's yeah. mine. You my, just turn monetizing on. I think you turn it on after yeah. you get a thousand subscribers. Anyways, there's no reason to start monetize. No, no. There's uh, once you get. I think it's once you get ten thousand hours of view time and yeah, or a thousand subscribers, something like that. Then you get your first dime. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yep. There you do. Here you go. <laughs> Got your dime. I was listening to, God, one fucking YouTuber, Casey something. Knee dick? Yeah, maybe. You know? yeah. yeah, he's like really famous, but I don't know. I've never seen any of his videos. Yeah, Casey Knee There's such niche famous people, these YouTube streamers. That you don't even know about. Yeah, I mean yeah. like a fucking 12-year-olds could be watching this shit for all I know. Yeah. You know, because there's a shitload of 12-year-olds, you know, and yeah. all you need is views. Remember Fred? Oh, yeah. I am Fred. I am Fred. He's like, dude, I hope he's so embarrassed. I hope the rest of his life is spent in just obscure, obscure embarrassment. Like, nobody will ever know him again, but he'll always have that weird feeling on the back of his neck for the rest of his life. I think he still makes YouTube videos. And he's still Fred? No, he he uses his his real name, I think, at this point. His name's Lucas, right? I've, I've looked this guy up. Recently, yeah. I like saw a thing. A year. I saw a video that I didn't click on in passing. I saw a thing. I saw a thing. And I just saw it like this is what Fred is up to now, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, "Fuck him! I don't even care." No, I clicked it. Why isn't there a gravestone I instead totally, of his face? <laughs> I, t- <laughs> I totally kidding. clicked it. You clicked it. Yeah. I totally clicked. So you know what I'm talking. There was yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. What I is he? That exact. So thing. he's doing YouTube still. Yeah, he's still got like six million subscribers. Exactly. You know, he'll always fucking have. We always be getting some kind of money. As long as he yeah. makes the video, yeah. he's got these people who are like... Who will never unsubscribe. How yeah, do you yeah. even unsubscribe on YouTube? You have to like find it or something? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it, it I've does. never unsubscribed. I subscribed to Softway Underbelly one time and someone told me about it. Yeah. And I didn't want to like not remember this page. I wanted to come back to it. So I subscribed to him. Yeah. Right? Still have never watched a video of the Softway and Underbelly. Mm. Never watched a full video. Maybe watched like two minutes of an opening one. I sculpt my timeline. I I, I, I I try to sculpt my algorithm. Like I'll subscribe 
to uh, like if I like I, I watched a bird video on cockatiels and this girl <laughs> was talking about cockatiels for like 10. I listened to the whole video. Yeah. I'm like, she's good. I click, click subscribe because now it's like if I ever want to watch a bird video, she'll be the first one that pops up when I search anything about if she has a video on yeah, it, she'll be the first. Point. You know, I don't know. I, I like never subscribe. I subscribe all the time. Subscribe. Really? I subscribe to a lot of people. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like everybody. I if they make a good video, boom, boom. What? I said I got to hand out more subscriptions. Yeah, I feel like it's it's definitely helping because you know the homepage. I got to stop gatekeeping my subscriptions. Yeah. What are you doing? I don't know. Nah. You bring it all. On, well, I you don't want to. I don't want to be flooded with all this shit that I once liked because no, like I'll get no. this feeling. I get this feeling like, hmm. Uh, I want to go on a long distance hike. So I yeah. went and looked at all this fucking YouTube shit about hiking and bush, uh, uh, what do they call it? It's not mm-hmm. bushwhacking, but uh, bushcraft. Bushcraft, knot tying, shit like this. Found some people who were very interesting. Have yet to ever find them again because I never subscribed to them. Yeah. Right? Kind of pissed because I've tried to go back to it. Yeah. But that being said, like, I don't want them to be like, like the soft white underbelly thing that I was saying. Now I'm just always on my homepage. It's like still there. And I haven't unsubscribed from them because, like you said, it's so much more of a thing to unsubscribe yeah, from them. Yeah. And I already don't really subscribe to people. If that's already a thing for me, then the unscribe is even more of a thing. You know? So, yeah. <laughs> well, if you subscribe to, like, if you think of it like this, I guess just subscribe to all of a them. A bunch of them. And then you, that'll flood out that sh- the old shit. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I was one time, I was really into chess. Remember? I was like. You know, yeah, yeah, and all I got were chess. All videos. you got were chess, I'm sure. And then I realized, like, chess oh, streamers. That's all I'm watching, so they just keep giving it to me. Yeah, and uh, and I, I started. I, what what do I get nowadays? Now I get, I get I get a lot of jazz. I listen to a lot of fucking like Miles Davis and Chet Baker. Hmm. Uh, who else? Just oh, and do you know what Chet I can, Baker does not sound like a jazz guy. He sounds more like a professional beer beer pong guy no he's great chet baker yeah coming chet. up next to chad dillinger <laughs> no <Nah>, chet baker <laughs> if you look he's like he's like uh he's like the sullen lost soul like with the cigarette hanging on his bottom lip playing the piano at it <laughs> you know he's like one of those guys and i listen to music yeah and i'm like you could really you could pan this you could say this is the stupidest shit whatever but then if you feel in that mood it's like this hits dude sometimes music just hits yeah yeah no i feel you know like you're like then you listen to it in like a year two you're like ugh, why did i like this shit you know it's like music is a time and place i don't know big time what is that in our brains that connects to the music that's always an interesting thing. Yeah, what creates the thing? Because like the thing is that makes the thing you that jive. Makes the thing or yeah, is it so? All right, like let's say you're happy. Are you going to be more conducive to listening to like a song like uh, "It's Friday, Friday"? Oh yeah, no, that just pissed some people off. It might, but it might just some people might skip to it. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Or like, uh, what's the one? You had a bad day, you take a one down. Yeah. Sing, sing. And if you have song. memories connected to these certain songs, Dude. they could drive you into a hole. Yeah. You know, even listen- if it's a happy song. It's yeah. like, oh, I used to have great memories with this song with someone who's now passed away or something. Creepy. Yeah. And now you're just like, fucking hate this happy song. Yeah, I can't even listen to some music. Dude. I'm sure. I'm sure. There's, there's a lot of songs that, like, there's a song. Uh, Credence Clearwater Revival. Do you know oh, them? I love them. I love them. Every time I listen to them, I think about my Aunt Pat when I used to live at her house. Mm. <laughs> I used to live at like 
just be smoke ice is just drinking smoking cigarettes in her back yeah, with her in her back bedroom yeah and the whole room would be clouded with uh. like cigarette smoke and i'd have like like uh like a bunch of yinglings Fuck you know yeah. and uh, that was cam's heyday that was, that was the heyday and that i'd be listening to i'd be laying on the bed with shirt off like jeans on like just beer. white trash as it gets yeah white trash listen to the creed and clear water revival just really thinking about burning uh, a cross yeah. on someone's lawn dude no, no. i was <laughs> i was like no i literally wrote back then i wrote like an essay i gotta find it about like so many n-words in the essay no the essay was like george bush George Bush didn't start the financial crisis. Like, okay, I had it all figured out. Like, <laughs> I'd really done a lot it's like of research. George Orwell's English and the political. Yeah, it was like some essay like that. It was it was a weird it was a weird one too. Like a weird topic to pick. Like, it was just. Do you know what it was? Oh, back then, man, back then I was so political. I was like, that was like right when Trump. Yeah, was, that was Trump's heyday. Yeah, 2016, 2017. I was so political. Yeah, I was all into politics dude. but with your aunt it was more or less like we were we were doing the podcast by the time you were with your aunt really weren't we maybe i don't know i don't remember because it was before my van trip for sure yeah yeah but i feel like we were still doing the podcast we might have been in the beginning i might have been living there when we started i think so yeah yeah and it was cool. I think you can find some some good stories back in our backlog here. Oh yeah, yeah, about you me know. with the old lady. <laughs> <laughs> I love Aunt Pat, dude. She's the best. She like we wake up, we got the paper. I'm 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 doing the uh, Sudoku and the crossword. Yeah. Right now, I'm doing Sudoku. She's doing the crossword. I do Sudoku while Kelsey does the crossword. That's, really? That's funny. <laughs> And I got the coffee yeah. and uh, and uh, smoking cigarettes. Yeah, you, know? you feel like inside. You feel like so much more of an intellectual of a when man. you're smoking yeah. a cigarette. A man. That's why I got cigarettes in the car right now. Yeah, because I've been reading books. Do you smoke them in here? Nah, nah. No, no. When you when you go to a park and you have a book and you have a cigarette, you, it's like <laughs> I haven't great. done that yet. Oh, I used to do that. I used to, there's a park right by the Oaks. You know that park? You know, the, you remember? Do you know where the Oaks are? Gardens? Eh. Yeah, it doesn't don't matter. matter. Don't matter. There's a park over here. I got yeah, in my head. I forgot we're talking to I'm people. Vi- <laughs> <laughs> I'm visualizing a park. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. And uh, there was a sign. <laughs> I used to bring like a beer and like uh, one of those. I used to get bags to put beer in to go to the park and, uh, yeah. and read incognito mode. No yeah. one knew what was in that bag. No one. No <laughs> one. But so one time a cop pulled in. Oh. And there's like I look over. I and the first time I noticed the sign was when I have a beer. And the sign says no drinking. Like, it's right there. I should have noticed it a thousand times. But And the cops parked right there. And I'm like, oh, this ain't even my beer anymore. And I just didn't touch it the rest of the time. <laughs> it just sat on the bench. <laughs> I left it. I walked away. I'm like, that ain't mine. Some bum had that. You, know? <laughs> you were fully committed oh, to Oh, I had a lie in my head. I was like. <laughs> I knew it. I knew. <laughs> oh, man. And he never, obviously, didn't like. What is that? He got out of his car. Does not give a doesn't fuck. Doesn't give a fuck about yeah, me. Yeah, of course. You know? I could have drank it. He would have been like fucking bum. And just, you know, because there's bigger fish to fry or some yeah. shit. You know? Hey, there's a black man walking over and there. And you're white as well. Yeah. yeah, look at that black man walking. <laughs> enjoying his day. Not any longer. <laughs> not until I saw whoop, him. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Flip the sirens, boys. We got a dark one. <laughs> But I was just walking. <laughs> my hands are no, up. No, you weren't. My hands are up. I am no threat to you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> On the ground you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Just saw one of those videos today. My 30 minutes of Twitter is mostly 
uh, surrounded with fights. Fights. My 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 just flooded with fights, dude. Yeah. I think everyone's getting these videos. Yeah, right now. I'm getting a bunch of street fights, and uh, I'll comment on them. A lot of white on black. Yes, and it's always the white guy or losing. A lot, of, a lot of black on white. Yeah, I mean. it's the white guy getting his ass kicked every time. And every I'm like, time. I'm like, come on, dude, what? <laughs> come on! And it's always some white bully, you know, who gets his ass kicked. And I'm like, fuck, why? Why do we always have to be the bad guys? Yeah. We're always starting shit, and we never back it up. You know, I'm like, oh, and then I see the comments below. Black excellence. When the guy, black dude knocks out a, or black dude knocks out a white guy. And there's some black dude underneath, like, hunted, 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 money bag. Black excellence. <laughs> well, you always see a white guy. I'm like, I'll show you black excellence. You, you always see a white guy comment, too, going like, yeah. oh, yeah, typical black people. Yeah, typical uh, black people. <laughs> the racists are there. Dude, all the racists are on these fight comments. The comments are gold. <laughs> I love the comments on the fight videos. <laughs> then you got you got the typical guy to reply to that. Uh, the typical black guy reply. Yeah. I've been in plenty of street fights one on one. Don't be generalizing. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the protector of the community. You know, the guy who's like, no, we ain't all like that. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't all evil. Yeah. Are you, dude, the racists on there are so funny. Oh, man, because dude, and no filter. The, here's the thing though. This is Elon's Twitter. Those tweets, you know, would not a couple years ago. They probably would have been hidden. They would have been so buried. And now they're because they get the most attention. They're right at the top. <laughs> right at the top. Views, views dictate how views where you dictate. are. It's not liked. It's views. That is the weird thing about it. <laughs> yeah. I think you got to click into them for it to register a view. No, because when I click into sure? when I click into the ones that have low ones. You'll it, see it, the number? I'll see the number jump. Huh. You know, because I scroll through these. I don't click on them. You yeah, know? I just scroll through. I don't click. That's why There's I already thought. been that many people clicked on these comments. So that means there's even more just casually viewing it. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, yeah. That's what I think. Dude, sometimes I'll see that like 10,000 yes. views on like a tweet of mine. Like one, two likes, but 10,000 views. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Dude, I predicted. That's weird. A whole UFC card on one of my tweets. Really? Yeah. It's pretty sick. Can we pull it up? Yeah. Did you get viewed? Did you get it no, viewed? No. I got like no views. That and sucks. And then I, I even quote tweeted it afterwards and was like, told y'all. And, and no one viewed it. <laughs> no one still fucking viewed it. I got like five followers. That's why. Yeah. Those are the views you get because the thing is too, it's keywords because you, uh, you, you could yeah. go on. You could like, I swear to God, I could go on and like manipulate the, uh, you can just see how it works. Like if you get on a post immediately. You're gonna be the most viewed because if you comment first, you get the first few views. You know, after you get a good jump start. Then you've got to use keywords like you see what else is trending. You like, let's say Joe Biden posts something, but uh, mining destruction is also trending. You could do Joe Biden comment on Joe Biden, and you you type in another word that has to do with something else, like the mining destruction, and you're underneath a Joe Biden at. So then you're getting this double wave. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. you could really manipulate like the, uh, I've seen it. I've seen like, yeah, I just honestly, like even when you see something like that, so clearly it's so hard to yeah. replicate sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. I know what you're saying. It's like There's hits and misses. And then like, yeah. do you want to sully your Twitter feed with a bunch of tries? No, no you know, no, with a no. bunch of tries, like, Oh, this is this guy's view. You know, I've been deleting my tweets. I've been tweeting and then deleting. I have not done that. I do it because it's like it's like you know I you tweet white man can't jump reboot 
Is it, is it really a reboot? That's sad. Starring Jack Harlow. Oh, no. And Sinqua Walls. I don't know who that is. They they, they should do like a re-Nike. Maybe you could jump better. I don't think you'd jump very high in boots. <laughs> that was that was a, a Twitter Twitter topic. Another <laughs> another thing that I found on they're gonna there. have to re Nike the movie because you reboot it, it's not gonna jump as high. <laughs> <laughs> Long winded, but I got there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, what were you saying, sorry? Um, you ever heard of DB Cooper? Yeah, yeah. I told you the, about the flight Cooper. jacker. Yeah, he hijacked the flight, made out with a bunch of money, and then he fucking put on a two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and he parachuted out of there, and we haven't found him since. Well, they found a little bit of money, oh, like yeah. um, oh, I found a dollar. Very, <laughs> very west of Remember the com- um, commercials. The old man with the dollar. You want a dollar? I found a dollar. I got, a dollar. I got you a dollar. <laughs> she goes to reach for it and they yeah, pull and it up. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be quicker than that. <laughs> Great commercial. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so DB Cooper, they found a dollar. No, they found like uh, twenty grand, mm. right? And it was all buried, and it was like recently buried, right? Oh. So it proved that he didn't die during his escape. You know what I'm trying to say? Because like the money, yeah. they they knew the numbers of what no- money. Why would he, he had. bury it? Well, that's the thing. They think he, it was a uh, uh, like a fuck around thing like he was he was Subterfuge. toying he was yeah. toying with the fbi he wanted them to find it or something exactly yeah so exactly like, he wanted he away. wanted someone to find it yeah so you know i got away exactly yeah, yeah he was a smart because guy they uh they had this like big search radius of okay. where he jumped out of the plane the timestamp of when yeah. he jumped out of the plane because it was all recorded on the black box or whatever mm-hmm. so they had this big radius and the wind was shifted one way so if you were jumping out with a parachute like he was, you would land in probably this fucking zone of 50 mile radius. Yeah. Well, this money was discovered way west of that. Hmm. So, like, he either landed and hiked it that way or he went completely against the wind current somehow. Like, he was he was a known parachutist. Hmm. Like, they think he had a background in para, like, he was a para jumper for the military. Yeah. Yeah, probably, or something. probably. So he could have done anything with the parachute better than like what I could have done with a parachute, you know, going against he winds. Manipulated. Yeah. yeah, going against winds and stuff. But yeah. that being said, it was like way far away. Like he would have had to like take a river because it was found on the riverbank. That'd be so a movie I'd to love like to make. Went down this river yeah. or some shit. Like it was a hell of a fucking make 30 a DB minute. D.B. Cooper movie. Yeah. I would love to make that. That'd be sick. Bradley Cooper's D.B. Cooper. Because he's a Cooper, I don't know. First, Close. first Cooper. Close. Yeah. yeah, he's already halfway there. Yeah, he's got the and the name. B. He's got the B. Oh, Bradley. You know, Daniel. B. Cooper. Daniel Bradley Cooper. Yeah, I yeah. like it. Yeah, but uh, oh, that yeah. was an interesting story, though. And I, you might have told me that a while ago, but I saw it on YouTube, like one of yeah. those recommended thing. Yeah, and uh, they did like this revisit. I don't even know when it was like 2018. When they revisited some shit because <laughs> new clues that were found or whatever. Yeah. And it was pretty good, like, National Geographic video I watched. What's, uh, I was going to do, uh, like, a South Park-styled animation show with cardboard. Oh, uh, yeah, you were cutting out cardboard characters yeah. and everything. Remember that? The yeah, cardboard yeah. cutouts were going to be of, like, dead celebrities who didn't really die. People I suspected of faking their death. 
Like Tupac. Like Tupac and Biggie and Hitler were going to be there. Yeah. And D.B. Cooper was going to be uh, there. It was gonna, I was going to put D.B. Cooper. Where, yeah? on, like a bunch of weird. That's probably where I first heard about him. Yeah. I was going to put a bunch of weird like people like, like who's another one? Uh, Rasputin was going to be on the island. Like a bunch of historical figures that aren't exactly that well known, but we've all heard of them. Mm. You know, like. And who died mysteriously, like Marilyn Monroe was going to be there. Epstein. Epstein. Yeah, he could have made like a cameo. <laughs> like just in the background, like poked his head out and poked and walked yeah, away. Yeah. <laughs> the Lolita Express comes flying in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some guy gets off it. You can't really tell who it you is. You just see it in the background. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah, you can see Lolita Express though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, SpongeBob. <laughs> SpongeBob has some rabbit holes. We talked about this. Yeah. We talked about this. You sent me that YouTube yeah. video. Holy shit. The Pekina Atoll theory. Yeah. The, the fact that it was a nuclear test site. Oh, yeah. The Atoll. We were just talking about that. We were that. just talking about Atolls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bikini Atoll. <laughs> it was a nuclear test site. Oh, and yeah, somehow yeah. these animals are more advanced than the other yeah, animals. Yeah. You know? That was, the, that was a creepy one, That dude. was super creepy. Yeah. And then it was like, so how do they get, like, um, we know fish are cannibals, right? That's just how they eat normally. So... What was the Krabby Patty secret formula? Oh, it was crab. It was Pearl's mom. Yeah. And that's why Mr. Krabs always went, holy mother of Pearl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, mother of Pearl was so big. Pearl was this huge, Pearl came from this huge whale. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big giant deposit of whale meat. That he slayed in uh, World War II. Yeah. Because he was in the Navy, mm-hmm. Mr. Krabs. So he slayed this beast <laughs> that he actually was in love with. Who he, he made he first. fucked. He a crab he a daughter. fucked this big whale. Yeah. Popped out a little baby whale. Then he then the uh, the mom or whatever, maybe she died of natural causes. But what did he do with the dead body? Yeah, there's a lot of Mr. He, Krabs he like grinded up the dead body and he uses it in the Krabby Patty secret formula. Fuck yeah. And who's, oh my God, who's trying to figure out the formula? Plankton. Plankton which is what? what they is get what eaten by whales. whales. Eat. Yeah. Holy shit. All right, yep. what else? What else? What does that mean, though? Is what I'm saying. So that means Plankton. No, that means that he fucking serves. That means Pearl, served, Pearl has yeah. ate her own mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Because she's eating Krabby Patties. And so Plankton is trying to find the secret formula, right? He doesn't know. He doesn't know like like nobody knows like what you know, like what happened. It's like so he's he's hitting you know, he's hiding the truth. Where is she? Where where do you think she is? He lives in a where do you oh he well, lives in the anchor. One, there's this one episode where there's yeah. a vault inside of uh the Krusty Crab. Oh yeah. And there's this all those burgers inside the Krusty Crab. Like that's his stash of burgers. Oh yeah, okay. You but know, then he might run out. Well, there's in that same episode, Squidward ate all the burgers. Oh yeah. You know, it was that one where Squidward wasn't admitting that he liked Krabby Patties mm-hmm. and then sneaks in and eats all the Krabby Patties they had. Squidward, so, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Holy mother of Pearl! I <laughs> was all over. Squidward, me boy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, did you not buy that boy? I love that. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants. Absorbent in yellow. Absorbent in yellow and, and uh, something you squeeze. Oh, and you squeeze. Something you squeeze. 
SpongeBob SquarePants. Who's who's brown? What the fuck? Was, holy shit! What are the flop, words? And flop like a fish. And flop like a fish. You plop on the deck and flop like a yeah, fish. Yeah, who, who can plop, who can plop on the deck and flop like a fish? SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob. Oh, that's it, right? SpongeBob yeah, SquarePants. Maybe should we look it up? Yeah, might as well. Might as well for him or her for continuity. Yeah, for for him or her, whoever's listening. Either one or two. Swing and miss. <laughs> okay. Okay. Finding them. <laughs> Finding them right now. I don't have small talk. You don't have don't any <laughs> small talk for this? Okay. You got nothing. Okay. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants. Absorbent in yellow and porous is he? Oh. SpongeBob SquarePants. If nautical nonsense be something you wish. Oh, if nautical nonsense be something you wish. SpongeBob SquarePants. Then drop on the deck and flop like a fish. Then drop on the deck and flop like a fish. (laughs) (laughs) And then it goes, SpongeBob SquarePants, SpongeBob SquarePants, SpongeBob SquarePants. Wait, wait, wait. Go back to the lyrics. Hold on. So what did we say it was? We said, and plop on the deck and flop like a fish. Yeah. But what is it really? Then drop on the deck and flop like a fish. It's a, all right, what was the one before that? But we the all, one before that, we completely didn't know. Yeah, we didn't know. We didn't even attempt. What did we say? If nautical nonsense be something you wish. Oh, yeah, I didn't even try. I thought it was fish. On the, who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Absorbent and yellow and squishy is he. That's what I said. Honestly, I didn't even know it was absorbent and yellow until you just said it. I said, <laughs> I knew that part. I knew you that did? part. Yeah. I did say it before. The record, let the record show. But Podcast now I'm trying, knows. Now I'm rewind trying to, it. Now I'm trying to remember what the fuck did I think? Because I had some weird vanilla is ice cream and something is fish. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck did I think it was? I like that. Uh, absorbent in yellow and porous is he. If nautical nonsense be something you wish, then drop on the deck and flop like a fish. Yeah, I like the lyrics. It's like a Dr. That. Seuss uh, book. Yeah. It's some it's some good lyrics. I like it. Like, <laughs> if I like this, yeah, I like the way the uh, what I forgot what you call it, but there's something. If nautical nonsense is something you wish, it's like that's like a there's like a penundrums or something. You know what I'm saying? There's like some weird. If nautical nonsense is something you wish, like, yeah, because the n n yeah, that is something that you is wish n n and then something you wish like the two 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 two. Yeah. Well, nautical nonsense. Yeah, well, that's like an alliteration or something. Yeah, I forget what but, it's called. There's an uh, English term. Yeah, it's alliteration. N-N. But I'm saying there's something in the in the the way of it. Like, Absorbent and yellow and porous. Yeah, and porous is, is he. he. Absorbent is four. and yellow and porous and is he. And porous is he. Yeah, I'm not talking about syllables. Like, yeah, just, syllables don't line up. I'm not talking about syllables. Uh, what is it? A nautical nonsense is something you wish. Like, it's four. It's really oh, four. Yeah, you get what yeah. I'm saying? Who lives in a pineapple, pineapple under, under the, the sea. sea? You know, it's not syllables. Absorbent and but yellow and porous is he. It's penundrums. I think yeah, it's yeah, what yeah. they're called. Gotcha. <laughs> or it's enunciation. Uh, it's like an intonations or something. I don't know. There's some penundrums if and intonations. Nonsense <laughs> be something you wish. What would then you even drop call that? on the deck and flop, flop like, like a, a fish. fish. Yep, it's Mother, all four. It's all four. Fucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cambridge. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a college. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Cambridge. <laughs> you gonna think I'll say Oakland? Yeah. Bitch, we we talking uh iridiums out here. 
All right. Well, I guess that's it for me on the mic, dude. Yeah. That was almost two hours. That was a good one. Hey, we still got it. Yeah. Still got it. Pop my collar. All right. Do the step. Watch you do it all by myself. Let yeah. me see you do it. Hey, podcast. We screamed into the microphone so many times. You think? Yeah. I ah. saw I saw it register on you. That's here. part of the art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the ebbs and flows of... Uh, my Duke, this Duke, this Duke. Ha ha! He said this Duke. All right, everybody. I guess uh, Cam Reese here signing off. Well, uh, Cam, thanks for letting me on your podcast again. Yeah, I really appreciate you having me here. No problem, dude. In your house. Yeah. I I, uh, I come into your space. I invade your space when I'm here, and I'm just I'm appreciative that you let me be here. No problem. <laughs> All right, and thank you all for listening. Hey, God bless everybody. Till another episode of Generally Fried, you know we aren't going anywhere. All right, peace out. Tammy, oh Tammy, your kiss has grown cold, and there's ice in your smile, and I wonder. Why you don't love me anymore I've done everything I know how to do But you've made up your mind Don't love me anymore